Hi y'all, it's the regular podcast host Elizabeth and this is Sassy Podcast. My people, how are they now? How's your week? And today is Friday and um, Friday that day or rather are the moments where people actually look forward to, you know, unwinding, relaxing. For some people, they'll be doing chores you know, spending time with their kids and all of that, you know, and then, you know, everybody has their way they spend Fridays, but it's generally supposed to be, I mean, at the end of Friday, of course, not the beginning, generally it's supposed to be when you start to, you know, let your hair down because you know you have a two-day weekend. Now, I realize the fact that not, you know, not everybody is satisfied with a two-day weekend, you know, but, um, I mean, we have to make do with what we have, right? Okay, so today I've been thinking, like, you know, I have a lot of ideas what I was going to say today. Let me just walk you through my thought process. So, I was about to do this podcast and I wasn't exactly sure which of the ideas to pitch. <laughs> I'm using um the language from um Dragon Stan or something, whatever it is. There's this program I like to watch on Facebook sometimes where people come and pitch their ideas, you know, like their business ideas and stuff. Anyway, so I was just thinking, what am I gonna share on my podcast today? And as I was thinking about it, I it occurred to me that man, this podcast thing, it was not my idea in the beginning, no. When I started this podcast, when God put it in my heart, you know, it wasn't a suggestion. It was a directive. So I decided to pray. And I spent some time praying the Holy Ghost. And um, as I was praying, you know, one thing, led to, uh, uh, one thing led to another. And here we are. You know, my thought began to go through the week as I was praying. I was just thinking... Because originally, okay, so somebody somebody gave me a positive feedback during the um about the last podcast I made, and the person said this person is somebody I respect so much that means a lot to me, even though there's been a distance, you know. But he said something. He said, "Oh, I like your podcast, your last podcast. You know, it started chatty, sounded like a conversation. It was quite interesting." Now. That kind of put me under a lot of pressure because now I have to perform. I have to keep it up, keep up the tempo, you know. I have to prove that, oh, yes, I'm getting better at this. But thank God, I just remembered. And that was not his idea. He was just encouraging me and like everybody else has been encouraging me. You know, he was just being, um, he was just being encouraging but because um, I'm much more of a people pleaser than anything else, right? So I, 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 I like to, like, I like to perform. I like to just, you know, um, please people, make people happy and all of that. So I was thinking, how can I keep up this tempo, make sure that, you know, this, my podcast is something that people actually look forward to listening to. And I found my thoughts veering the wrong way. You know, I forgot for a moment that this is not entertainment. You know, for a moment, I just kind of just, 
you know, wanted to just, you know, entertain, make people laugh and be funny. But man, that's not my calling. You know? Okay, so I as I was thinking about it, I remember that this is not an entertainment, so I decided to pray about it, like I said earlier on. And as I was praying, these thoughts dropped into my spirit. A lot of persons, like um, some of the statements I've been hearing from people, and these are, they are just echoing my thought. Though. These are things I've thought about in my personal time and space, you know. But I, I don't really voice it out because I don't know how people are going to respond to it. But there was this post I saw, and she said, the price of everything, the, a lady, anyway, a lady posted, I think, on Twitter or something. She was talking about the fact that the price of everything has gone up. Everything. I'm in the transport business myself. Now, this is not the lady speaking. This is me. I'm in the transport business, and there's this job that came out. When the job initially came out, uh, the price of the job was, you know, very, very good. And after a while, the price began to drop. And, you know, and... Like some of you already know, I'm in the transport business. I hire trucks for people. But you cannot be reducing price of truck when you know that price of diesel keeps increasing every day. If you want to buy original diesel, you don't want to buy the fake one. So there's just pressure on Nigerians. And I think it's in the world, actually. I don't think it's much more of a Nigerian problem than it is a problem of the world. The world we are in right now is one that is full of so much insecurity. Like, every day you wake up, you are afraid. I, 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 my mom called me recently, and she was lamenting over the fact that everything has gone up. The price of everything has gone up. You know, I, uh, she, I had to send her some money. And she was like, it finished that day. I was like, excuse me. What you mean? It finished that day. You know, and there's this general quiet fear in the heart of people. Employers are not raising salaries. Not because all of them are wicked, though. Like, they can't even afford to raise salaries. The government did not raise minimum wage. And yet... The cost of everything, everything, including transportation, including feeding, everything is so expensive. But in the midst of, I don't know if to call this a recession because I've not really heard people using that word and I don't want to be misconstrued in any way. So I'm not going to use the word, but in the midst of all of these happenings, there are people who are living flamboyant lives. And I mean people who have legal businesses. Now, I'm not even talking about young boys now. I'm talking about people who are very well placed in the society. They're getting good salaries. Maybe they work in a multinational organization or anything. And they, they, are, they are living so well, so large. And uh, it doesn't seem like this whole thing is affecting them. Let me tell you something. If you're among the people that are affected by everything that is happening in this country. If you look at it from the right perspective, you would count yourself lucky. Because, now, don't get me wrong. It is not the will of God for any man to suffer or to live in lack or want. It is not the will of God. 
But there's something that happens when you are going under pressure. It kind of stretches you. And it kind of stretches your faith. You understand? Okay, uh, before I go on further, there's this story in the Bible. This young man, uh, he came to meet Jesus Christ and was asking Jesus that, man, how can I get this eternal life? You know? And Jesus was like, do you do this? Do you do that? You know, do you obey the laws that were set for you? And I was like, yeah, I've done. I've always been on point from when I was a kid. I've always obeyed everything. And Jesus was like, he looked at him and just loved him. You know, have, have you seen a child that is doing silly stuff? <laughs> and they're so cute. Like, like what they're doing, not particularly right, not like it to kill them, but not particularly right, but they're so cute when they're doing it, you know. Just, just love them and just, you know, forgive them, whatever they're doing. Anyway, um, this man thought that because he was very, very morally upright, he had all it took to make it an alive. He thought it was something within his power to do. So some of us, because we have good jobs, things are going well, you assume it's your power. It is probably your power, actually, you know, to get you where you are. There's nothing wrong with hard work. There's nothing wrong with a good business. But there's another place of dependency on God. Now, if you're going through stuff right now, you're going through the stress of, you know, fear and thinking of how to survive this country. I want you to just trust God. Let me tell you something. There's one scripture, there's one part of this um, Bible story that I found pretty interesting to use the word. <laughs> you know, um, when 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 the, the 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 young man was talking to Jesus, and Jesus was like, "Man, it's gonna be very difficult to, for people to make this help for me." For people to have eternal life, it's going to be very especially people that are rich. You know, when you, I'm going to use people that are rich as people that maybe they're strong or they have connection and all that. You know, they never really they don't they tend not to see a use for a savior. You understand? There are some people that are so, so disciplined. For example, they're so disciplined. They don't drink, they don't smoke, they don't womanize. They live a very disciplined life and they do their thing professionally and all of that. They are always on point. But they are not born again. And the Bible says that you cannot get eternal life outside of Jesus Christ. Anything else cannot be the way. The Bible says there is only one way and that way is Jesus Christ. So if if you decide to live a pure, puritical, a puritanical life, thank you, Jesus. Yes, you know, if you decide to be a puritan, like you're very morally upright and everything, and you deny yourself of all the enjoyment of, on earth, and you don't have Jesus Christ, uh, I'm sorry, you are not going to have eternal life. You're not going to heaven. That's what my Bible says, and I believe it, and that settles it. Um, if you have questions or doubts about it, feel free to reach me on any of my 
your handles. You can call me on if you're outside Nigeria listening to this on on my number plus two three four eight zero three three six five zero nine eight seven. We can have a conversation, or you can send me an email, Elizabeth Anam at yahoo.com. The Anam is a double n a m at yahoo.com. You know, correct spelling of um, Elizabeth. Join them together, and that's my email address. You can reach out to me if you have questions about it. But really, I I I know that Jesus is the only way. Anyway, back to what I'm trying to say. So, you you've lived the uh, the life of a puritan, a puritan, to to be very very vocal about it, and you didn't enjoy any of the uh, frivolities of life, you know, because you feel like you have what it takes to take you to heaven. It is not possible jesus is the only way anyway um so some people they are very strong they don't need to depend on a savior they don't need to depend on god they don't need to pray to god for their daily needs they are you know they are not they really they see this whole christian thing as just a poor man's religion like i beg what you do i beg i i, I have all i need there's a place for more. There's a, there, there, there's a place for more. And this is just an aside. If you say you have all you need and uh, you're a Christian and you say you have all you need, that means you're living a life for you, yourself, and maybe your family. <laughs> you know, like some people say, me, myself, and I. You, know, you yourself, and maybe your immediate family. But if you're living the real life of a Christian, there are so many things to do with money. You can never have all you need. The gospel needs to be preached. There are people in the north that have never heard of Jesus Christ. It is, and money is the main driver of the gospel because people will pay transport to that place. The missionaries that they have to eat, they are not working. They need to be sponsored to be able to share this good news. So that they, so that men can be saved, so that Jesus will be glorified. So really, there's always a place for more, and there's more to be done. But don't worry, God has said that He is capable of blessing us. In fact, He has blessed us so that we don't even have to, so that we always have enough for every good work. So God is able to do all things, including bless you, no matter how rich you think you are. He's able to make you even so rich. So that you can be able to do more for the gospel, you know. So some people they are very strong, very hardworking. They don't see a need for God. But you see people that, you know, if God does not help them, it's over. They, they, I, I kind of think that they are lucky. Like I think everybody should go through that stage of total dependence on God. Like, I, I don't think anybody should ever get out of the point of being dependent on God. And I mean, even with your billions in your account, though, I don't mean that anybody should be poor. My God did not make us to be poor. It is our inheritance. In fact, all the treasures on this earth is our inheritance. You understand? So you're not supposed to be poor. But the point is, depending on God, okay, let me just read this description. Um, in Mark 10, 24, Amplified classic says, and the disciples were amazed and bewildered and perplexed at his word. I mean, that's Jesus' word. But Jesus said to them again, Children, how hard it is 
for those who trust as in place their confidence, their sense of safety in riches to enter the kingdom of God. And for your, for your information, please, no matter how much contribution you make to the world, no matter how much charity you do, it is not enough. So the question now is now, now, how things are in this country? How are we going to survive? How are we going to get there? Now, I am juxtaposing um, um, salvation and, you know, divine provision together. I hope you are able to follow the thread of my thoughts. You know, um, I'm telling you, for you right now, now this message, this part of the message might not be for everybody, but I know there's somebody listening right now and you need to hear what I'm about to say. You need to hear this. No matter your salary, and even if you're not even getting a salary, eh, you can survive. You will survive. You will survive if you can trust God completely. Trusting God does not mean you don't look for something to do, or you don't work, or you just sit down and expect, you know, manner to fall at your feet. That's not what I mean. I mean, even as you put in all your best efforts, and you, but in your heart, you know, you know that you need God to survive. If you can do that, work as if you don't pray, and pray as if you don't work. This is what Jesus has to say. I, I'm going to read from three different versions because I love them. Uh, in Matthew, um, in uh, Mark 10, 27, the Message Bible puts it like, it said, Jesus was blunt. No chance at all if you think you can pull it off by yourself. Every chance in the world if you let God do it. So if you think you want to make this wealth by yourself, or you want to be able to provide all your needs by yourself, or you're going to, ah, I'm a or you are going to, in fact, whatever it is you want to become, whether you want to be rich, whether you want to be, be educated, whatever it is you aim, whether you want to get married, whether you want to build a house, whether you want to have kids, whatever it is. Say, if you think, if you think <laughs> that you can pull it off by yourself, ah, good job, according to my. Uh, your reference, Kojo. And then um, the New Living Translation puts it like I said, Jesus looked at them intently and said, humanly speaking, it is impossible. I mean, he was talking about, you know, entering or getting, attaining eternal life by effort. He said, but not with God, because with God, everything is possible. That was the new living translation <laughs> with God everything is possible with God eh, you can pay your house rent with God you can pay your fees with God you can achieve that goal with God you can you can hit that target you're aiming for with God with God 
with God, all things, all things, not some things, all things are possible with God. I don't know what you're going through right now. I don't know what is happening around you. I don't know if you're even, you know, I don't know your situation. But everybody has something that they aspire, you know, towards, you know. Everybody will have that one thing they want to attain. Please, I have said this before and I, I think I'm going to even keep saying it. You can't afford to accept the things going on around you as fact. What does the word say? What does the word say about your situation? No matter how difficult it may look on the surface, I pray that God will open the eyes of your mind to see beyond your current situation to the place where he wants to take you to. For you to get, go from a genuine to the world or from Agbara to the world, wherever you are right now, or from one part of Ethiopia here on the island, like no matter where you are, or for you to get from your comfortable position where you are to somewhere of extravagance, because our God is an extravagant God. What level, whatever level you are, there is a higher level of extravagance, you can, flamboyance, extravagance you can enjoy by the grace of God. The, the, the passion translation puts it like it said, with people, it is impossible with God. God makes all things possible. That's exactly how they put it. With God, God makes all things possible. Don't worry, it's not your salary that sees you. Okay, you know, if you see that one day and calculate, you see that that salary they are paying you is not what the, you know, getting you to the level where you are able to manage it to, you know. Like I said, this message might not be for everybody. But I know somebody needs to hear this. Because when I was praying, and as I was praying, this, this is what occurred to me to share. This. So I know there's somebody listening right now. And I'm telling you, Humanly speaking, those dreams, those aspirations may not seem possible, but with God. But with God, He makes all things possible. And He can and He will make everything beautiful in His time. Just keep trusting, just keep holding on. May seem tough at the moment, but don't worry, it's just a matter of time. You will testify. <laughs> Alright, so as usual, I'm gonna pray for you before I go. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for these people that are listening to me right now. I thank you for this person. Yes. 
as you wipe those tears off your face. <laughs> the Holy Spirit, who is the God of all comfort, He will comfort you. He will comfort you with good news, with testimonies that abound. You experience, you have supernatural experiences. You will have a reason to look back and say, yes, indeed. God is true to his word in the name of Jesus. Father, make every resources available for this person. Everything they need, the book they need to read, the people they need to meet, the connections they need to make, the school they need to go, the certification they need to earn to get them to that position. Every resources, every is it a job they need, whatever it is that they need to get them to that place where they dream of getting to. Father, I pray you make it available for them in the name of Jesus. For everyone listening to me right now, I pray, Lord, that you make every crooked path in their way straight. Thank you, Jesus. For in Jesus' mighty name, I have prayed. Thank you once again, everyone, especially everyone that, you know, giving me some form of feedback, you know, encouraging me. I, I cherish, I cherish those moments when people reach out to me, you know, and tell me that they've been blessed, you know, I, I, it's so gratifying. It makes me happy and I'm very grateful to God for the opportunity to you know, be a vessel, to be a channel, an expression of his love towards man. Thank you, everyone. Have a most enjoyable weekend. <laughs> Look, you don't have to go party or anything. You can just rest. You need a rest so you can refuel, recharge, you know, so that you can be charged by Monday. And you will not be among the people who say, I hate Mondays. Mondays will be your best day. Because you have chosen to live your best life ever. God bless you. Thanks for listening. God bless you.